You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Tuesday, April the 6th, and I am the St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show, Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in today and every day you tune in and got a little bit more of a positive show and a little bit more of a result-based show for um, for the show today as the Cardinals come back from a sluggish opening weekend with a 4-1 to win over the Miami Marlins. Today's episode is brought to you by the wonderful people at rockauto.com. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Be sure to visit rockauto.com and let them know Locked On sent you in their box of how did you hear about them. Um, so yeah, like I said, Cardinals went 4-1, to one and it was a big bounce back. Um, but, but before we get to, to that, there's some general MLB news that I want to get my reaction on before I forget. Is um, All-Star Game to Coors Field. Uh, it was announced. I don't think it's been specifically agreed upon by MLB yet, or like you know, formally in a memo or whatever. But there are multiple sources reporting it. Ken Rosenthal, Buster only being the major two, and I tend to trust when um, I tend to trust when Ken Rosenthal and Buster only have something to say. So I think that, that that's that's cool. I've never been to Colorado, um, but I think that it could be uh, could be fun. I think that Colorado is a beautiful park and. You know, this is brought up in my Locked On MLB podcast group chat, but that home run derby has a chance to be a ton of fun as um, these guys already hit the ball 400-some-odd feet every night, but you uh, give them just batting practice, maybe juiced up balls a little bit, uh, but nevertheless, just some batting practice in the high air of Colorado. We might see some balls fly on Colorado, so we'll see how they still try to honor Hank Aaron and do all the stuff that they desire to do there. But I do think that Colorado is a good spot and I'm looking forward to, um, yeah, just looking forward to that. And I think that, uh, like I said, it's a good spot. The other MLB news that I want to touch on is not as fun. Fernando Tatis goes down swinging. At the time of this recording early Tuesday morning, it uh, has not been confirmed as to what he got injured with shoulder, elbow, wrist, what have you, but um, yeah, it's 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 just difficult that, um, um, that that one of the most exciting players goes down like this, and I bet you he's happy he signed that contract when he did, because he's still getting paid, but uh, nevertheless, thoughts and prayers to him, and I hope that he's able to recover quickly, because as much as you know, it might pain people to say this. He baseball's better when Fernando Tatis is on the diamond. It, it, it just is. He is. Uh, there, there's no question about it. Fernando Tatis. Hope that he is able to come back quickly. So that's the general MLB news that I want to talk about. Also, A's can't win. But if you want more MLB news, head over to Locked On MLB. Um, but uh, yeah, so so you can do that. But let, let's go to Cardinal baseball now. Big win yesterday. And let's talk about Ponce. Daniel Ponce de Leon yesterday was remarkable. I thought he pitched really well. He was able to locate a lot. First Cardinal to to get through four scoreless innings. Second Cardinal to get through five innings. But his, he was able to get through five with a little bit less uh, trouble than Martinez was. Big time start for Daniel Ponce de Leon. Big time. And he was able to do it relying extremely heavily 
on that heater of his. I don't think that I we, we've seen anybody in today's major league game that relies on a fastball as heavily as Ponce de Leon last night. I mean, 55 pitches in, he had still only thrown a fastball or a changeup. And that was two changeups at that point. And then he finally mixes in a cutter. But, I mean, if you look at his pitch breakdown, if you will, he threw 89% of his 93 pitches as a heater. You know, it was he maxed out a velocity at 94.9. So, I mean, it wasn't like he was blowing them away with just straight gas as in terms of, you know, 99, 98, 100 miles an hour. He maxed out at 95. I mean, he, he this was the definition of, of pitching. Yeah, just straight up pitching well. He was able to locate, move it around, mix in a changeup ever so slightly, mix in a cutter ever so slightly. But this just goes to show that you don't need 100 miles an hour to get through a lineup. You need control. Ponce de Leon's struggle in the past has been control issues. He was able to get through five innings with just one walk. That this was a big start. It was one that the, the bullpen needed. It was only five innings. I'm sure that, you know, in the future, the Cardinals are going to be looking more for, like, six, seven innings from their starters to be successful. But relative to what the st- three starters did over the weekend, this was a huge win. I don't think there's any other way to put it, that Ponce Leon was able to, you know, not like I said, not save the bullpen necessarily, but he was able to give the Cardinals a start that they needed and pitch really, really well while doing it. I was really impressed with Daniel Ponce de Leon, and I, th- I think that he, he was a big part of the win, obviously. And not only was he able to get through five innings, but he limited the damage. It's a, it can be a dangerous Marlins offense. can be. He was able to limit the damage in the fifth inning to just one run, and he was able to get out of that inning, for the most part, like I said, unscathed. And he was getting hit a little hard closer to the end. He saw some big fly ball out, some hard hit balls, so Schilt got him out at the right time. I'll talk about the bullpen in the next segment, but holy cow, did the bullpen ever come in and slam the door. I thought that was huge as well. But Daniel Ponce de Leon gets the, the player of the game. I haven't done that much this season yet, but he's, he gets the player of the game. He was so good, and to date, he has the start of the year for St. Louis. And just to be clear, Frank, I would not have guessed that he was going to have the start of the year in the first four games, I thought it for sure would be Flaherty or Wainwright or even Martinez. But nevertheless, Daniel Ponce de Leon impresses people and gets the job done. Gets the win, his second of his three-plus-year career, maybe four, uh, but three-plus-year three career for Daniel. So congrats to him and congrats to the Cardinals on getting back to 500. But like I mentioned, the bullpen was phenomenal yesterday. Unlike Thursday, last Thursday when they didn't have their best stuff, Yesterday, they all had their best stuff. So I'll talk about that more coming up in just a moment. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So you can bet they know what they're doing. Head over to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts when you can get them cheap at rockauto.com? 
Head over there right now and see all the parts available for your vehicle. Be sure to write Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Bullpen. Fantastic. Before I tell you about the bullpen, just one more quick note before we get back to content. Um, If you want more sports news, head over to Locked On Today. Host Peter Bukowski gives you all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. How good of a game did Baylor play last night? Oh my goodness, was that domination. I don't think anybody, I'm sure some people thought Baylor would win, but I don't think anybody thought that Baylor would win like that and that it would be just an absolute murder of the best team in the country, or the, the top team in the country. Anyways, Baylor probably proved that, you know, they, they could play. So, but let's get back to it. Bullpen yesterday, fantastic stuff. It was, it worked to perfection for St. Louis as after Ponce Leon got them through five with just the one earned run, the rest of the bullpen say, we got it from here. Hicks pitched a perfect sixth. Gallegos then pitched two scoreless innings, giving up just one hit. Reyes gave up a hit in the ninth, but ended up slamming the door. Picks up save number one on the season. Hicks and Gallegos go both get holds. Gallegos specifically was straight filthy. I talked about this a little bit in my Locked On Now reaction video that Locked On MLB account tweeted. If you're not following Locked On MLB on Twitter, be sure to do so. But this is the bullpen at its best. These are three of the four guys that I've talked about all offseason that could be exceptional, and they could be electric, and they could be exciting for St. Louis. These, there was three of the four. The only one of them that didn't pitch last night was Cabrera, and Cabrera has had his struggles, and we'll see how he goes. Eason hits back in. Gallegos got a little length. I'm sure Gallegos will not pitch tonight. Reyes Mike. But what we what I liked from Hicks as well, not only did he pitch well, but he was able to pitch well on back-to-back days. He got work in on back-to-back days. You know, as a reliever, a big part of your job is being ready whenever the bell, when it, answering the bell whenever it rings. And um, that, that could be on back-to-back days. That could be whenever. So I thought that Hicks, especially coming back from injury, to still look pretty sharp and to still get the outs that he needed to get on a the day after he pitched. So pitching back-to-back days, that was huge. And Gallegos giving the Cardinals two innings, that was big. And to be honest, you probably could have said, get Gallegos, go out and give me three more outs. I would not have been surprised. But I think Schilt was, is just trying to be a conservative right now and and just get the outs that he need, needs to get. So I thought that was big for, for, for the bullpen. I think that baseball is such a momentum sport, not only, you know, stretch of schedule from stretch to schedule, not only in-game situation, but also performance. I think hitters feed off the success of other hitters. I think pitchers feed off the success of other pitchers. And if they're going to start feeding off the success or the successes of Reyes and of Gallegos and of Hicks, if they can just replicate half of what they did yesterday, that'd be huge. Because I do think that there is something as collectively pitching well, and that's just a weird thing that baseball does that it's, it's hard to explain, right? But, man, if they could feed off this energy just a little bit, I think that'd be big time. And especially just just to get their confidence back. Because Webb, Cabrera, uh, Helsley all struggled on Sunday. There's no question about it. 
So this is a big step forward for the bullpen. And I know that it was only three guys, and the Cardinals are going to need their entire bullpen to do well this year. I understand that, but at the same time, guys are going to have their off days. It's a long season. We still have 158 of these to go. 158, that's a long time. This bullpen was overtaxed over the weekend. They don't have an off day um, for the next couple weeks. Or, excuse me, they have an off day Friday. But, uh, so they get off day Friday, but Gallegos was able to give them some length out of the pen. Like I said, Ponce delivered. So this was a good step. And I'm not trying to flip-flop being bipolar. or super negative on the team yesterday and super positive today. But you know, I, I said yesterday we can't hit the panic button. And today was, or yesterday rather, was the reason why we don't hit the panic button three games into the season. I'm sure A's fans are hitting the panic button. I'm sure Boston fans were hitting the panic button. The A's probably still are, but Boston won a game yesterday against the Red or the Rays. Did you guys see Randy Rosarena's two diving catches? Oh, if you haven't, go check it out. He made two spectacular catches. So we have a long way to go, and I think that this is a step in the right direction. This 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 kind of calmed a lot of Cardinal fans' nerves, and I'm. I'm sorry to say, but I like on Cardinals account tweeted uh, that you know, new season or you know, let's get it tonight, Cardinals and Blues because you know they both struggled over the weekend and now they're playing. Both played yesterday and sad to say that only the Cardinals got it done. <laughs> I'm not a huge Blue fan, Blues fans to be honest with you. I grew up, grew up in Bloomington, Illinois, but um, loved their Stanley Cup run, loved the Blues, and the Cardinals got it done yesterday. Head over to Lockdown Blues if you want more Blues coverage. But I was just saying that. It's a new day every day. That's a both positive thing and a negative thing. New season tonight, even. Or new day tonight, even, as the Cardinals once again face the fish of Miami, this time facing off against a better pitcher. Um, but, but I'm going to talk about the offense in the third segment. Before I do, did, did Taylor Rodgers just, like, become a different person after that second, after that first inning when he walked four batters? Two in a row to start the game on. I think it was eight or nine pitches. I think it was eight pitches. Holy cow, he, he was mowing down the Cardinal lineup in innings two through four. Absolutely mowing them down. So credit to Rodgers for figuring it out. Because a lot of pitchers, I think, just kind of give up at that point. Apparently he had had a strong spring and, you know, the first inning wasn't indicative of who he is and all this stuff, according to Marlon's Twitter and Arm Layton, host of Locked On, uh, Locked On Marlins, excuse me. So... Props to Taylor Rodgers for figuring it out and mowing down this Cardinal lineup. Because this Cardinal lineup has some issues in it, and I think we saw some of the major holes yesterday, and I have a lineup prediction for the game tonight. And whenever you're listening to this, I could already be right. I could already be wrong. Don't know. But I'm still going to give you my prediction, um, and we'll see. If you're listening to before lineups are released, you'll see if I'm right or wrong. And if you're listening after, you will know if I'm right or wrong based on what happens in the game tonight. So talk about the, the sh- despite the, the three early runs, the struggles really of the offense and the, some of the glaring holes I think the Cardinals seem to fix coming up next. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball are over. Even that's a very great college basketball season, but the NBA, NHL, and baseball are all in full swing with baseball or excuse me, with basketball playoffs and NHL Stanley Cup playoffs just around the corner. And if sports isn't your thing, I appreciate you for listening to this podcast, first of all. But also, BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. 
BetOnline has you covered for all the scores, news, and odds that you need to know. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up, and you can even get free money when you sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device. BetOnline.ag is a website. To sign up today, and that free money that I was talking about, you can use the promo code LOCKEDON and get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. So you're depositing $50, you enter that promo code, you get $50 extra dollars just for being a Locked On podcast listener. Head over to BetOnline.ag right now. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Cardinal offense yesterday, lots of strikeouts was um, was my takeaway for the most part, 14 to be exact. And it was a good day for fantasy baseball owners, for the Marlins pitchers. And if, if, if you want more uh, of a resource to be better in your leagues, I know that I'm listening to this in, my, in the three leagues that I'm in. But head over to Locked On Fantasy Baseball. It's a daily fantasy baseball podcast hosted by veteran fantasy analyst Scott Cullen. Uh, he uses decades, two decades of fantasy experience and, and data to offer strategies and waiver wire pickups that lead to league wins. Follow Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So yeah, ton of strikeouts in this Cardinal offense. 14, I know that that's just, you know, that tends to be just the, the type of game today. <clears throat> Excuse me. The, the type of game that it is today. There's a lot of strikeouts in today's baseball game, and I understand that, but I still just don't think the Cardinals are going to win many games if you strike out 14 times a game. Rodgers got six after an ugly start. Curtis got two. Holloway looked really good and got three in his two innings of work. Simber had one, and Detweiler had two in the in the ninth inning. And if you break down the 14 strikeouts, you had two from O'Neill, one from Carlson, and three from Austin Dean, that's six of your 14 coming from the outfield. You also had three from Paul DeYoung, your cleanup hitter. And one from your pinch hitter, Matt Carpenter, who continues to just absolutely struggle. A lot of strikeouts. Flash strikeouts from key hitters in the lineup. I know averages and everything, but Got a lot of twos and a couple of ones and even a zero in there with Carlson hitting 091. And it's early. These stats will figure themselves out. I'm not dying on the stats right now, but it's a ton of strikeouts. They were able to they were gifted a run in the first. Molina adds on. Edmund adds on with the home run in the fifth. Cardinals and the Marlins as well. So it's not like it was one sided, but the Cardinals got four opportunities with the runner in scoring position today. Yesterday. And they were one for four. I think that one was the Molina double. It's not good. It's not good. So, and again, not, I'm not trying to press the panic button either at the same time, but um, my lineup prediction that I tweeted out yesterday, I don't think DeYoung starts today. I think he needs a day off. I'll, this one I'm less confident in, but I think DeYoung gets the day off. I think you move O'Neal up to the cleanup position, probably. Maybe even Carlson. I don't know. Evan moves to short. Carpenter, yes, Matt Carpenter gets a start in, at second base. And I think John Nagowski needs to start in right field because the two players you've thrown out there in right field so far, hitlets in Dean and Williams and a ton of strikeouts. I think Dean is a better player than Cardinal fans think. I think that he will be okay. I think he's going to be a serviceable player. But there's no question that the best bat in spring training among those three 
was John Nogowski. I've talked about this a lot. I don't think that he's the long-term option, but he's probably the best option right now. So you got to give him, got to give him playing time. You you just do. So that's my lineup prediction. Edmund moves to short. Carpenter at second base. DeYoung takes a seat. Nogowski in right field. Probably O'Neill cleanup hitter for, the, for just for today. Um, but it's going to be a tall task today. There is no question about it. Game time at 5.40. Uh, Central time, or excuse me, 3.10. Nope, that's tomorrow's game. I beg your pardon. Um, It is 5.40 today. I thought that was right. Anyways, 5.40 today. John Gant versus Sandy Alcantara. Alcantara had a fantastic debut. And when you look at players against Alcantara, there's not a whole lot. Only 10 at-bats among the... Cardinal players on the current roster, and only one with a hit is Paul Goldschmidt, who's one for three. Meanwhile, Marlins against Gant have a little bit of a bigger history. Jesus Aguilar is two for eight. Uh, other notable, Starling Marte is batting 417 in 12 at-bats. Uh, but other than that, it's too small a sample size to say. So, you know, I, I predicted that they were, the Cardinals would win yesterday, and they did, and as intrigued and excited as I am to see John Gant, I do think that the Cardinals fall today just because of how good Sandy Alcantara is. And he was a Cardinal at one point, so my prediction today is that the Cardinals lose today, and then tomorrow, when they play at 310, um, St. Louis does get the win uh, with Jack Flaherty on the hill, and then they go to uh, back home on Thursday. I'll probably be doing something on Locker Room app on Thursday for the home opener, so be sure to keep your eyes open and ready for that. But uh, other than that, that's all that's going to do for the show today. So tomorrow I'll break down today's game, and like I said, be on the lookout for when I'm on the Locker Room app next. Be sure to download it if you haven't, and follow me, LJ Fastball. Follow the Twitter, LJ Fastball, and follow the Locked On Cardinals account on Twitter and Instagram, LO underscore Cardinals. Cardinals back to 500. I predict they will fall back below 500 today and then back to 500 tomorrow. So until I talk to you next time, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a great day.